Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The motion sensor light outside my room turns on randomly during the night. I never knew why, until I finally found the courage to look outside my window. Written by Anne 602 TSAR. It felt like the worst nightmare I ever had, but it was real. I still can't believe this happened. I know this was real because I was never laying in bed. I was wide awake. I know when I fall asleep. For this, though, I really wish I was asleep. I just moved from Florida into a small town up north, bordered by woods. Pretty cliche, but it's a nice house in a nice town. Everything is close enough to still live a normal life. The only problem I've noticed is our motion sensor lights. Every single night they turn on without anyone outside. I've always figured it was leaves or just some random bugs flying by the sensor. It's never really bothered me, even while laying in bed, seeing it turn on outside my window. Now my window is around seven feet off the ground so it has a pretty great view with the light a few feet below it. Now, I'm not someone who likes to dark much, so being surrounded by the woods means I'm often too scared to even peek out my window at night. The thought of someone lurking in the night is enough to deter me, but after being up here for a good amount of time, I finally found the courage to look outside my window after my motion sensor light turned on. At first, there was nothing. Just some grass and a deep void of forest. I stared for a while, checking out underneath and everything. Eventually, I just put the blinds back down once the light turned off. I thought nothing of it, figured it was bugs or grass like I've always figured and laid down again when it just turned back on. Curiosity was killing me at this point, so I just had to take another look. I opened the blinds and looked down. Nothing but grass and empty woods. Honestly seemed peaceful for a while. The light seemed to stay on for longer than normal, so I got a good look. When I finally stopped looking down at the grass, looking for something, I could have sworn at the top of my window, there was something staring at me. It was only there for a split second, but I know for sure what I saw. I closed the blinds in a panic and ran out of my room. I was pumped with adrenaline and I decided I was hunkering down for the night in my living room with curtains on every window 
with my TV blaring. I didn't want to think of it. Because I'm not skeptical, but I know I saw eyes staring at me. And there is no way that someone was able to climb up over nine feet and hang down like that. As I was sitting watching TV, I noticed that through the curtains, I could see the light from the motion sensor lights as I needed them all around my house for coming home at night. It made me think of it over and over, and how whatever stared at me could still be sitting out there. I stared at the curtains hard, and slowly noticed a head pop around the corner. I shook with fear, before suddenly everything shut off and turned pitch black. That's when my TV turned to pure white. The sudden stop of noise putting a ringing in my ears and I could hear my heartbeat from how scared I was. Slowly, it started making some noise. This unearthly, ghastly noise that seemed to slowly get louder and louder until it was deafening. My entire mind was filled with this and I couldn't make a straight thought through the noise and adrenaline. Slowly, something rose out from the TV, slowly fading in from the top of it. Those eyes. I wish I could have just died in that moment. What stared back at me cannot be imagined properly through explanation. It was terrifying like a woman that had her face melted with acid and rolled in mud or thick blood. And with a snap of motion, it smiled at me with this wide, glowing iris eyes. And suddenly, everything went black. I woke up at 3 p.m. the next day dazed and feeling extremely tired. I remembered every moment vividly and instantly flew into a panic to leave the house. I would never step foot in that house unless it's to move and I have someone with me. How long has that thing been around my house? How long have I been living with that thing stalking me? Can't help but feel a shake through my entire body at the thought of that woman's face. It was like her skin was dripping off. It stains my mind. I seriously wish that that blackout was my last moment just from the fear of that thing being around me. I can't imagine a god that would make such a thing. I keep having PTSD-like flashbacks of that smile. And I can't understand or find a way to cope with such an event. I called my neighbors about this. They said that they've shared similar experiences as they also have motion sensor lights. They said they'd never had the courage to look outside though because they could hear something outside. I listen to videos at night and I play a lot of games so I never heard it. It's terrifying knowing that this thing is real and affects my neighbors too. 
gets to keep the house for sure. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When I was five years old, I got lost in the woods and have no memory of the incident ever since. I've had PTSD and no one knows why. Written by Tuck underscore Pock. When I was a little kid, I lived alone with my mother. Our house was small but cozy and sat right next to a nice patch of forest that bordered a highway. I used to love playing in the backyard with my friends as a kid. We'd constantly venture into the woods and create make-believe stories of us battling all the horrible monsters that lived in the darkest corners of the woodland. Then one day, when I was five years old, I ventured too far. I remember pretending that there was a monster chasing me ran as fast as I could, further and further into the woods, and no matter how quick the monster was, I was quicker, always several steps ahead of it. It wasn't until too late that I realized that I was lost. At some point I had lost track of which direction I had came from, and that deep into the forest, all the trees looked exactly the same. But the weird thing is, I don't know what happened after that. For some reason, there's a big gap in my memory starting after I got lost. All I know is that it was two days in those woods before I was found. And ever since then, I've had suffered from PTSD. Except, it's not exactly PTSD. The doctors weren't sure what to call it since the symptoms are strangely specific. For the majority of my life, I'm completely unaffected, except for when my one trigger occurs. Red flashing lights cause me to experience some form of an anxiety attack. I've only experienced it a few times, but the feeling is unforgettable. I get this sinking feeling deep inside my stomach, like I'm falling or drowning. My entire body freezes and no matter how desperately I will myself to move, it's like my limbs have been cemented in place. There are a couple of theories as to what could have happened. A lot of them relate back to my mother's history of being prone to seizures, which is apparently not uncommon to be caused genetically but she hasn't experienced any since the day I got lost. After they found me, my mother completely freaked and completely uprooted our entire lives. We moved states immediately. 
my mother was determined to get as far away from the woods as possible. For the remainder of my childhood, we lived on the third floor of an apartment building in a small, two-bedroom flat. By the time I'd move out and started college, I'd have mostly forgotten about the event. However, the effects of it still remained. But my life was mainly unaffected, and it seemed like I was finally able to move past the whole incident. At least it did before what happened to me several weeks ago. It was my second year of college during the summer break, and me and my roommate, Nick, were both visiting our families in the same state. We had bonded over the fact that we had grown up in neighboring towns. On my final night seeing my mother, I decided to introduce her to Nick by arranging a dinner at this little Italian place that we both loved. Dinner went fantastically. Nick and my mom exchanged embarrassing stories about me, but they seemed to be getting along well. But while we were eating our remains, a man a couple of tables away began to choke on his food, causing a large commotion. Luckily, someone else was able to save his life. Then, while we were eating our desserts, the ambulance arrived. My vision was clouded by the flashing red lights and I felt the familiar feeling of my heart dropping into my stomach. My mother recognized instantly what was happening, but I had never told Nick about my condition, so he was reasonably concerned. I don't remember much of what he said or did, but after it had passed, I remember he had a lot of questions regarding my health. So are you okay now? Or could it start again? He asked first. Should be alright now, I told him. It doesn't happen often and once it passes it shouldn't resurface unless triggered again. So, how long have you had this condition for? Let's move on, my mother said, trying to change the subject. It started when I was five, I told Nick. Then I explained to him the whole story from the beginning to now. I'm so sorry, Nick said once I finished. I had no idea. It's alright. I never mentioned it before. Partly because I thought this was finally beginning to pass, I said, staring awkwardly at my tiramisu. And you really have no idea what happened during those two days? Apparently, it's common for people to suppress memories of traumatic events. You probably already know about this. Nick was a cognitive science major, extensively studied human psychology, so he was always trying to familiarize himself with weird psychological phenomena. It is common, Nick confirmed, looking oddly excited. In fact, your whole predicament is kind of perfect. I'm sorry. 
My professor and his partners are working on a new, highly experimental procedure that's meant to help resurface trauma-repressed memories, Nick explained. You'd be the perfect test subject if you'd be willing to participate. He looked at me uneasily. Only if you're comfortable with it, of course. Absolutely not, my mother interrupted. I had noticed that she had been becoming increasingly agitated over the course of the conversation. But this sudden outburst still surprised me. What's the matter? I asked her. We are almost past this incident, and now you want to risk yourself with a highly experimental procedure? Do we even have any idea how dangerous this could be? Past this incident? I practically exclaimed. Just a few minutes ago, I was frozen to this chair. I'd hardly call that past. My mother eyed me with muted anger. How come every time I think we can finally move on, you have to try something rash and stupid? Don't you want to finally figure out what happened all those years ago? The incident that's been plaguing my life since I was five years old? Could finally reveal itself and you want me to turn away? And what, just move on? Then I saw a side of my mother that I had never seen before. She didn't seem angry anymore. In fact, she seemed scared. Please, please, she begged me. Promise me you won't go through this. I couldn't bear it if anything happened to you. Mom, I promise me, she repeated with wide eyes. Okay. I said. I promise. I turned my attention back to Nick who had, by this point, melted into his chair. He gave me an awkward smile. Even though I had told my mother that I wouldn't go through with the procedure, I later told Nick that I changed my mind and he had set up an appointment within weeks. I sat on the uncomfortable medical bed staring nervously at the large metal capsule in front of it. So, I just lie down? I asked to the one-way mirror. Yes, said a disembodied voice coming from a speaker in the corner. And remember, you can stop the procedure at any moment you want. I know, I confirmed. And you are aware that this procedure will likely require you to undergo severe amounts of stress, correct? Yes. Alright, please begin when you're ready. I took a deep breath, then lay flat along the medical bed. Within moments, the bed began to move, sliding into a metal cylinder until I was completely encased within it. Above me, the screen displayed an image of a lush forest. Do you recognize this image? The voice asked. No, I said. Is it at all similar to the forest you got lost in over a decade ago? Not exactly. Can you describe to me the precise details that are different between them? 
I heard a gentle hum coming from the machine. The forest I got lost in. Well, the trees weren't that thick. A lot of them were much thinner. About the size of my head. What else? Well, even though the trees were thin, the forest was very dense. I didn't have to wander far before I got lost. And do you remember what happened after you got lost? No. Try to concentrate on that, the voice said. The humming began to grow louder. You were young, and you were lost for two days. You had to make it through two whole nights. Do you remember? No. Try to concentrate. The image in front of me changed to a different forest, closer to the one I had just described, only at night. It got dark and still. No one had found you yet. You were probably scared, hungry. Do you remember? No. I repeated again, beginning to get frustrated. And then you saw something, the voice said. Something that terrified you to your very core. Something that traumatized you for the rest of your life. The flashing red lights. Do you remember? I'm telling you, I don't. Are you ready to commence the final stage? The voice asked. Yes, I said carefully. The screen changed again, this time to a flashing red strobe. My body froze immediately, and I felt that terrifying sinking feeling I had begun to grow accustomed to. I could barely hear the voice now. You were scared, tired, hungry. You started to think that perhaps no one would ever find you. And then, you saw something. Something awful. Something terrible. Something involving the flashing red lights. Remember what you saw. I wanted it to stop. The sound of the machine was now deafening. I wanted to scream for them to make it end, but I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. And then, it came to me. Something clicked inside my brain. Like a locked door had just burst open. And suddenly, the memories of that night came to me, clearer than ever. I could see it all now. Like I was really there. I remembered how scared I was. I remember how cold I was. I remembered crying until sunset. I remember walking through the dark forest, desperate for escape. I thought I would never make it out, that I would be trapped forever. And then I heard a sound. And when I turned, I saw a clearing in the woods. A gap between two distant trees. I ran as fast as I could. I was so happy, so excited, so relieved. 
stopped for a moment to catch my breath, right before the woods ended, and I realized I was standing near the street, just outside my house. And then I noticed the flashing red lights in the corner of my vision. I looked and saw my mother lying flat on a gurney. She looked so cold, so lifeless. I watched the EMT drag the blanket over her, covering her face. And then they pushed a gurney into the ambulance. And that's when I felt the sinking feeling deep inside my stomach, like I was falling or drowning. My entire body froze. And despite how much I willed myself to move, I couldn't. All I could do was stare forwards as the red lights filled my vision. And then, I felt a cold grip on my shoulder. Something was standing behind me. And it held on to my shoulder, tight. Its hand was bony and rigid. And when it spoke, its voice sounded wrong. Like it was a hundred voices all whispering at once. It was hard to tell from just the sound, but it must have been at least eight feet tall. Don't worry, my child. It said, You're not going to miss her. I wanted to scream. I wanted to run. I know you're scared, but everything is going to be okay. And as it spoke, it began to change. Its voice became closer, like its height was decreasing, and it started to sound less like whispers and more like a human's voice. The hand on my shoulder shifted from a cold, bony grasp to the warm and fleshy grip of a woman's fingers. You aren't going to remember any of this, and neither are they. As it spoke those final words, I realized the voice had changed into that of my mother's. I turned to meet her, but when I did, I saw nothing. And then I heard a scream from one of the EMTs behind me. I ran as fast as I could, further and further into the woods. I could hear the blood-curdling screams of the people behind me. I heard the shriek of the metal being ripped apart. The more I ran, the more my energy diminished. My vision grew dark. I tripped over a fallen branch, sprawling amongst the leaves and the roots. My head spun, and my sight became darker and darker, until eventually I fell unconscious on the forest's floor. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards.
cards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.